entertained? Are you not entertained? Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our life. Welcome to the French Press Podcast. This is episode 338. And it's Tuesday, September 8th, 2020. 2020. Today on the podcast, we're going to have two different camping stories. One from Leighton, one from Jeff. Both camping over this weekend. Actually, I was camping too, but I don't have a story to share. So, we got some edibles to get to as well, and some listener-donated coffee. Yep, that's right. And we have a giveaway for a random Patreon Ooh. supporter. Well, and on that note, thanks to Zach Webb for um, signing up as a patron. Uh, congratulations for joining the club. Um, so, this is a new feature that we just found out that Patreon offers, and we're going to use it hard. To make it worth your time uh, as a patron, so uh, Patreon allows patron-only, similar to what uh, similar to what Instagram Stories would be. So it allows like pictures it and like pictures short and videos. videos. And it's called Patreon Lens. Basically, if you are a supporter on Patreon, you can head over to the um, to the feed, and we'll be sending just randomly, periodically throughout the week, sending some updates. Um, that you can view for up to 24 hours from when we post it. So it is a pretty short time span, but we thought it'd be a nice um, extra to give our fans that are supporting us on Patreon that would make it a little bit more worth their while. So you get some behind-the-scenes stuff. And we are also going to be moving our behind-the-scenes videos to Patreon instead of Instagram, just to keep it all on one platform. I didn't remember discussing that. I'm pretty sure we discussed that. Well... I mean, we won't be moving past ones, but in the future we'll be recording them on there, Patreon there instead of... There will be more Patreon, yeah. but we will still post on Instagram as well. Some things. Every once in a while. Because, uh... Sparingly. But if it's really juicy, it'll be on Patreon only. <clears throat> anyway, like the edibles? So thanks, Zach, for signing up as a patron, and you are one of the three people that is eligible for the giveaway that Ruben Ooh. mentioned. Oh, and I should, I should say what the giveaway is. The giveaway is a book from Brian Locker, the Debt Forgiveness Book. And it's his story about how he got out of debt and negotiated with credit card companies and how you could do the same thing. Definitely a necessary thing to win if you spend the money to support us. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we'll announce the winner. We'll probably – should we give it two weeks? That way people who don't listen – um, every week, have the opportunity right. to sign up and, right. and be entered to win. Yeah. So we're recording this September eighth. So we'll announce it in two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. So not the sixteenth, but the twenty fourth. We'll announce. Are That's we going right. to make the giveaway entry tier specific? No. No. So any tier, uh, your tiers are all all what, tiers what, are welcome. The smallest all tiers tier? are equal. The smallest tier is three dollars. Wow, that's peanuts mm. per month. It's pocket change, actually. <laughs> All right, we've got some feedback to get to as well. Um, Zachary Webb, he said he left a message last week, or, or sorry, a few weeks ago on an episode on our website, and somehow we didn't see it. So he, oh. he sent us a message and said, and he said, uh, I didn't know you guys had Patreon until this episode. Um, I'm a Patreon of several different people. And, and remember, we had discussed who, how many of our listeners would be willing to sign up for Patreon to support how many people are willing to support something they love? You know, I mean, of course, we all do that. We support the people that we love. But how many of our listeners support the things they love? We didn't know. But Zachary Webb, he said, I'm a patron of several different people. The Ramen Noodle, which oh. is no longer oh. running, oh but he still the supports noodle. it. Well, how? how? What? Wait, because what? he has a Patreon. Um, but what are they producing, though? <laughs> That that he's supporting, I guess he's in hopes that they come back. Why, <laughs> oh Um I I listened to the ramen noodle quite regularly, and he was very very helpful to start out in podcasting. He has a podcast called The Audacity to Podcast. Now, is the ramen noodle like a network of podcasts? Yes. Okay. Hmm. Actually, I think that's called Noodle. Noodle Mix Networks, possibly. I'm not sure, but um, Daniel J. Lewis is the person that is behind it all. 
Um, anyway, uh, let's keep on going here. Oh, and he also listens to some gadget guy. He's a, a tech um, uh, YouTuber. And then Dave Jackson is a something else about a podcast consultant. And David Wesley, Christian music creator, and Smashbox TV. And that, what do you think that's about? I've heard Smashbox of it, TV. But I don't. It's it's it, about a sport. Hmm. Oh my. Volleyball. No, it's a sport that, in my mind, is becoming more and more popular because I have one friend in particular who's really getting into it, and a second friend that is starting to get into it. Pickleball and, and I drone also, racing. I also have engaged in this sport. Drone racing. No. Wait, Ultimate you've frisbee. engaged in it. Uh, like in when you were in the youth group, or are you still no within the, within the last this summer. You, you've engaged in it as, as in you've been. I've um, participated. You've been a player of this sport. Yes, it's got to be ultimate frisbee. Layton, what's your final answer? Oh my! I'll save you the drama. It is also it's uh, frisbee disc disc golf. Oh, disc, disc golf. golf, which ah. is kind of close to. I mean, they both have to do with throwing circular yeah. things. Yeah. Disc golf is significantly less violent. I think I would I think I would enjoy watching disc golf more than watching actual golf. Yeah, I think but so. But both of them sound boring. I don't know to watch, you got, you to gotta watch. enjoy the just But the pleasant... I would still enjoy disc golf watching more. The the, the golf clap is, is iconic. That the Did I ever tell you the story about when we were uh, on a youth troop getaway somewhere, I think we were going to the Creation Museum, and then some of the youth guys uh, went to went golfing the evening mm. before because the hotel we were staying at had a golf course right there. <clears throat> and while I do know golf etiquette, I don't respect it. Oh. And as we were driving along, we saw some guys that were golfing, and the <laughs> we were in golf carts. And uh, as he was on his backswing, I don't remember if I if I honked, oh. if there was a horn on the golf cart, or if I just yelled, hey! But whatever it was, <laughs> as the golfer swung, he had a horrible hit, and it spun off to the left or to the right. <laughs> and I could see his frustration, and so could everyone with in the golf, court, uh, golf cart. And they were kind of embarrassed, but to me... If you don't have the the steel nerves to swing a golf club when there is ruckus and uh, distractions going on, then you you shouldn't be a golfer, or or then mm. golf shouldn't be called a sport because sports are all about the elements around you, mm. and you can control certain <clears throat> of the elements. Like you can play basketball on a basketball court, but you can't control things that are beyond the court. You can't like control the fans. You can't control a fan throwing a water bottle filled no. with rocks. You can uh, remove actually, the fan. You're supposed to control. Well, you can <laughs> you can remove the fan, but you can't take that back. Huh? Really? Yeah. <clears throat> so, like, if a fan would like shoot a blow dart, <laughs> like straight into one of the player's net. hands as yeah. he was shooting. <laughs> yes. Would it, you let like, him take the shot? The again? refs would say, like, eh, he missed it. I'm it pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it would be as soon as the whistle's blown. Then the game stops. It would be a foul. And then... Uh, on the fans. So if the player hadn't shot already, then of course he'd get to shoot. But if he'd already shot, I'm pretty sure... If the ball already left his hands. Yes. Oh, my. When the whistle was blown. Anyway. I think he should um, be allowed to retake the shot at half court or greater for only two points. <laughs> With his injured hand. Um. So let's get back to uh, Zachary Webb. Thank you, Zachary, for the comment. And Zachary also has a podcast. Mm. And what? Well, what's he serious about? <laughs> I'm actually I'm trying to find the correct name for it right now. Um, and I'm getting there. Hmm. 
have a little bit of trouble right now. I know I just saw it the other day, and now I'm not having what what the podcast name is. Yeah, it's called Series About Tech. Oh, okay. So you knew it all along. Yeah, I I I I, I was giving you. (laughs) What's he serious about? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize. I I I was so busy watching Jeff pour the coffee that I actually forgot that you were struggling to figure out the name of the podcast. Yeah, Series About Tech. So check that out. It's about tech news. Uh, he, uh, well, I'll be honest. He does lean a little towards Android favoritism. Oh no! So beware. Um, what of, of, the, of the bias? Which, which we would never. I mean, we what a are so straight, such straight shooters when it comes to the tech we love. Hey, so um, check the Facebook Messenger feed um, because our listener supported coffee is as of right now an unknown coffee but it is we are supposed to be getting a message i'm anytime with I'm an update on that waiting for a message and nothing is coming in nothing has come in yet okay well I, that's I okay we'll continue to review it and then update it um as we get information i i have it here oh you do yeah oh you have it well done ruben but I want to. I want to we'll, taste it first. We'll and save it, and then maybe we'll let it cool off for a few minutes. Mm, Speaking of good, French press, good coffee. We went camping this past weekend, and I don't have a whole lot of stories except um, we went to to Timber Lake. Uh, I forget what the what the name of the campground is, but it's way down in south of Columbia City. Did you find yourself like bursting out into songs about timber? No, or did not. Did you yell out timber or, or call out its name? Well, we did, did you, yell a couple of times. Did but you cut down a tree? Yes, it was very Ooh. small. Oh. Uh, was it and more like a sapling? It was a very much a sapling, but we cut it down with a very dull hatchet in an effort to make room for a hammock that we were stringing up between two trees. And we were successful in cutting halfway through the tree and then bending it down the rest of the way. Well done. Never made it all the way through with the did, hatchet. Did you successfully set up the hammock? Yes. We actually. Wait, had, wait, wait, is it a hammock or a hammock? hammock? We had three hammocks. A hammock is not a thing. And one of the hammocks was a sleeping hammock, which my brother-in-law, uh, <clears throat> which which belonged to my brother-in-law, and I took a nap in that thing. And those are exceedingly comfortable, I must say. It was like. It was different than a normal hammock in that it came around. It was like made of like a tent canvas material kind of ish, and then it like came around and had flaps that kind of closed over the top of you lightly. Mm, so kind but of they like were a cocoon. never yeah, but it was never like totally against you because the sides of the hammock were tighter than the middle, and so you like sank down into it, and the sides came up around you, and then these flaps just kind of sat on top, and so it was very like. It very much blocked the sun from your eyes and kept bugs out, but it was very light and airy on the inside. It was very comfortable. Nice. All right. Uh, I, I pulled up what the thing that you set up, Jeff. I, I pulled it up on dictionary.com, and I'm about to play the pronunciation. Oh, boy. Hammock. <sighs> Hammock. Hammocks. Um, Hammock. Listen, look, is that Webster? or uh, Webster is the authority. On pronunciations. So well, if Webster's pronounces it hammock, then I'll look somewhere else. I don't know. It's dictionary.com. I don't, I don't know if that is Webster or not. <sighs> Spiels, Ruben. When, Spiels. When spellings no matter indicate how a word sounds, then I don't know. Well, you just described 40% of the English language. Yeah, exactly. I thought about <laughs> that. Oh, my. Um, Hiccup. <laughs> create new empty record. All right, I'm here at Webster. Boss Are you sucks. ready? I'm going to play it on my computer. Okay. Hammock. Ah. Okay, hammock. what did you say? Hammock? I said a hammock. No, it's not a hammock. 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 It's the uh sound. Yeah, but it's not a hammock. Okay, well, I can, yeah, I, it's a hammock. I can get behind. No, no it's not. But it, well, it's not a hammock. Because I've heard people say hammock. Hammock. And it's it, not a hammock. Hammock. It's a hammock. 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 
<laughs> All right. It was a hamaki. A hamaki mushroom. <laughs> so, anyways, um, what else happened? Oh, so Timberlake, very nice campground, I would say. Uh, we went primitive camping. Primitive camping. What, what defines Which primitive? Which is just tent camping, oh. basically, and there's no running water at your campsite. Or electricity. So what'd you do for water? Do you have like a filter? <clears throat> there's that you there's suck? a there's a faucet that was about I don't know hundred yards from our campsite, and we chose campsites. So the the campground itself pretty crowded, like in the RV section and even in some of the tent camping section. It was kind of just like not super private, but we got the the campsites that were way back in, and it was very nice and private. Um, we had two campsites for for my wife's family, um, entire extended family. There was 13, I think, of us, somewhere around there, 13, 14, 15, whatever it was. And the next closest campers were, I don't know, maybe 120 feet away. And they were kind of in their own little area, kind of down the hill a little bit. And then there was woods separating us and everybody else. So it's kind of like three campsites that were relatively close proximity and then one that was, or the rest of them were pretty far away. Mm. And it was quite enjoyable. The weather was very pleasant. Um, yeah, it would have been a good weekend to go. It was very it was very nice. Sunday night got a little bit warm and it was supposed to rain. And so we like quick piled everything into our vehicles and <sighs> then it didn't rain. Well, at least you were prepared. It was kind of warm. Did you set up then again? Well, the only thing we had to set up was bring out our lawn chairs because everything else was like, all we were going to do is eat breakfast and then leave. And so our tent was still set up, and we just brought the lawn lawn chairs back out of our truck and started a fire. So, Oh. So, like, when you said we had to get everything loaded into the car, it was... But, I mean, mean, we had a a copious amount of other things that we loaded into the vehicle. We, We loaded our luggage... We loaded our uh, coolers. We brought two coolers wow. full of drinks and a water cooler, five-gallon water cooler. And um, we brought some firewood that we just burned up then. And, yeah, various other things. Fishing equipment. Uh, I yes. did not catch. Fish. Well, What did you tackle? You went, I caught did fish. Did you go casting? I went, I went fishing. I caught fish. Hmm. But they were really small. And I was relatively disappointed. So next time we go, if we go again, I'm not going to bring my fishing equipment. It wasn't worth it? It wasn't worth it. That sounds like most fishing stories. They were... the but fish were, fishing experiences. The fish were lively and fun to catch, but they were only about four inches long. Oh, so, man. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's sad. It's not really worth it. Not a very rewarding fishing experience. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. But other than that, it was great. Good. Did you feel like you bonded with the family? I, I feel like I did. Um, Any regrets from the weekend? No, I don't have regrets. There were, just as it, as with any family camp out, there were a few instances of drama, but those got resolved pretty quickly. There's a, a t-shirt that I saw, um, and obviously you were tent camping, so you didn't run into this, but me, me and my wife can attest to this. We saw, saw a t-shirt that had a, a picture a little cartoon picture of um like one of those small very classic teardrop shaped campers Mm. Um, the the car kind yeah the old oh okay yeah the old style like back in the 60s but small and it said underneath it it said i'm sorry for the things that i said when you were parking the camper (laughs) (laughs) and that's like so true I, i just feel like it one of the like firsts that you do as a couple, mm-hmm. like when when after you get married, one of like the more stressful situations for your first time through is the setting up of a camper or even a tent. There's I can opinions. There's like <sighs> camping is like you're you're bringing. Your childhood memories, the way you did camping to the table, hmm. and your spouse is bringing <clears throat> their experience to the, the table. There definitely is, and like, can there be, can be that be contention. Some pretty strong opinions 
about the way that things should be done. The the the, the contention that <clears throat> that has been between me and my wife is more um should we go camping at all? Ah. And who is on what side of the <sighs> contention? Growing up, I did not have a lot. I had very few memorable enjoyable camping experiences. Um, maybe one time I specifically remember enjoying a camping experience, but the rest of the times I just, it was either three too many bugs or it was, the campground was just boring or we, we didn't go that much either anyways. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> whereas, and what was your wife's experience with camping? Um, she grew up in the let's camp out in the middle of the woods type of vibe, which is like the opposite extreme of what I grew up doing. I mean, we did, we did camp in tents when we went camping, but it was always at a campground. Um, and so it was just kind of like, let's do this. It's just a, she has a different perspective on what camping should be like. Mm. She likes the more rest rustic type of camping, which this was a very nice balance. This campground was a very nice balance between the two. And I actually really enjoyed it. Well, that's good to hear. I'm glad that... You had a good time, but Leighton, what were, I'm just curious, what were some of your differences of your memories growing up camping versus uh, your wife, Carrie? Well, I mean, TBH, that's short form for, to be honest, uh, it's not that my, I had strong opinions about camping. It was just the simple fact of I didn't really know what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> like I did I didn't pay attention. I when dad used to set up the camper. And so when Carrie and I a couple of years ago were setting up the camper for the first time, actually maybe it was just last year. I'm pretty sure you've gone camping every year at your church camp out. We have, but the first year we went tent camping. Okay. The second year, we went camper camping. So maybe it was just a year ago. Hmm. No, no, wait. I think it was, I think the way it was is that, yes, we went tent camping for the first time, but then shortly thereafter, there was another instance of camping where we actually took the camper. Mm. But anyways, the first time through, there, there was definitely, like, my wife, who she takes camping very seriously i take camping seriously in the way that like i just want to chill like i'm opinionated about what we do during the camping experience she's opinionated about how we set up and in what order things should be should be done and like like for instance okay the jacks that 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 you use to level the camper like, her opinion is maybe, like, those things, like, you should you should have blocks underneath those things. Or you're not supposed to stretch them out too much. Like, you can't just have it going on bare dirt and you just let those things raise up to the point where, like, supporting enough weight that the tires are actually off the ground. <laughs> That's kind of her opinion, a little bit. I'm just like, eh, it's kind of for leveling. Make sure it can't sway too much kind of thing. I, and maybe I'm wrong. I'm not saying she's wrong and, and I'm right. I'm just saying just, I don't care. <laughs> 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 I want to get to just let's chill at the campsite kind of thing. But it's all good. Like, I'm glad that like she definitely made me grow and realize that there is a proper way for things to be done when setting up a camper you know and you don't want to you like to me I just want to I want to I want to get the camper in there just into my spot and then start setting up she's very much more observant about okay which how close do we actually want to be to that tree? How close do we want to get? <laughs> well, we want, you know, 
we want to be kind of close to it so that we have ample room on the other side where our awning protrudes to be able to walk around and people can walk through. But we don't want to be too close to the tree. It's funny. I definitely uh, am in some ways like Carrie, where I want it to be set up correctly. Mm. But the biggest complaint I have about camping and vacations in general is that they end up being more work than they are relaxing. And that is something that that I, I don't I, I like. I think you're right, Ruben. I don't like coming home being more tired from a vacation than I did when I left. You have and that to... happens easily. Yeah. Very easily. In order for it to not be that, you have to, number one, be well-prepared, which does take a significant amount of planning. Number two, it has to be a long weekend. It can't just be Saturday, like Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday. Because, like, you only have one full day of relaxing to do, and it just is not enough to make the rest of the work worth it. But if you have, a like, a full two days of relaxing, yeah. you kind of, like, forget. You have time to forget about the work of setting up, yeah. and then you can fully relax, and then you're ready to go home. And uh, the, the this is this is a little golden nugget for all our listeners out there. If you want to come home from vacation feeling rested, you need to get to bed early. During the vacation. Yes. Like on a oh. If you're up until if you're up until midnight or later, which happens probably to most campers, yeah. you will not return home from that vacation feeling rested. Uh-huh. In fact, I think you should get to bed earlier than normal when you're at home. Especially but if you're tent so, camping. So you don't see any room, any benefit to late night conversations around the fire. They can be good, but two things can be true. Still not worth A it. conversation can be good that results in you feeling more tired when you return home. Yeah. And what's the purpose of your vacation? Is it to have good conversations or to return home feeling rested? I guess Honestly, I guess that ready is for, ready I guess that the is week. the that is the question. <clears throat> what do you vote, Jeff? To be more rested? <sighs> Or to have, to 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 have more opportunities for conversation during. If I don't know, I mean, I mean, it, it, I wouldn't see it as a vacation if it were to have opportunities to, to for good conversations. I'd see a great amount of value in those conversations, especially if you're camping with family. And, and for that reason, I would lean that way, staying up late and having those conversations. However, if you're doing it with just your family, just your, your immediate, like your siblings or, or, the people or that you children see, or whatever. Every day. The people that you live with. Then you, yeah, you should, don't want to have deep conversations with them. Then it should be a, vaca- or like a vacation. You have Because here's what happens is you wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning because it's bright outside. No, you don't. If you're but, tent camping, you do. Oh, well, you can still keep on sleeping. Yeah, you need to get yourself one of those masks. This is what eye, happened. Eye masks. This is what happened. Uh, first day of camping, uh, six thirty a.m. Nephew wakes up, and that was the end of everybody. How, how did it sound? Uh, I think he woke up crying. Uh. Um, he did cheer up then, but by the time he cheered up, which granted wasn't that long, um, but long enough to wake everybody. It was long enough to wake everybody up, and everybody just was like, "I'm just gonna get up now." Which was which was great. I mean, it was a nice early morning start. It felt really good. We got to watch the sunrise, um, and like it was cool. But I wish I had been in bed at nine o'clock the night yeah. before. Well, why can't you have those late night meaningful conversations during the daytime? What's keeping you instead of staying up late and having those because conversations? D- because during the daytime, that's when you're doing the festivities, the cornhole, the uh, badminton. Maybe a little bit of pickleball, uh, some bocce ball, softball. Is pickleball a game that you just made up? No, it's a real thing. Hmm. Look it up. Is it pronounced pickle or pickle? I don't know, but it's 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 coming. It's 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 on the up and up. It's on the up and up. Yeah. Uh, that's what you're doing during the day. And then when, as evening comes, people settle down more, and they, you start around the fire. A fire is much more enjoyable 
at night yeah. than during the day. Agreed. I mean, I, I mean, it's still it's still enjoyable during the day, but it just has more meaning at night. It's just the way the colors dance. Well, and if you're and that's camping in cooler weather, it's hour. warm for an hour. From <clears throat> six o'clock to seven o'clock, it's nice. <laughs> but then after that, it's just cumbersome, according to Ruben. So I have a question. What do you guys think? And you probably agree with me on this, but I'm going to pose it this way. What do you guys think is the um, number one cause, or 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 your top three causes, pick or choose, of a ruined camping trip? Ooh, rain. Uh, that's what I was going to say. Rain, one of them. Rain or weather, because it could be really really windy, which it was actually relatively windy this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, but definitely weather, because it could either be too hot or rainy. Yeah. Um, or windy. So if weather, you don't if you don't have bug spray, mosquitoes. Mm. Weather, bugs, um, and I would say relationships. Mm. Because if you have if if it's not if you're not getting along with who you're with, then camping ends up just being terrible. Yeah, that's why we're never going camping with Kyle again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, yeah. Uh. Kyle. I don't know. <laughs> Cry baby Kyle. Uh, one and two are definitely, I would say, yeah. the, the typical, like, those are the ones everyone has experienced. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even sure if I've experienced number three. Mm-hmm. But um, I haven't been camping. I, I would agree. I, I think for me, the number one is bugs. I, like, I'm convinced more and more that there's something about me that is like I'm more allergic to bug bites than other people or I just get more bug bites than other people cuz I when I get a mosquito bite it drives me absolutely insane like do you, do you get bitten like way more than your wife I get yes yes I, I do, do. and like for me, for me it's the opposite just an, an evening sitting out there if I haven't sprayed bug spray it'll be completely fine then all of a sudden like within 5 minutes I'll have four mosquito bites and the worst place for mosquito bites your is ankles. The, the bottom of your foot. Oh, I never had one there. In the arch if you're wearing sandals because then the rest Why of the weekend. Why are you letting a mosquito get in there? The rest hey, of Jeff- the weekend, if you're wearing flip-flops, then your bites are rubbing against the straps of your flip-flop for the rest of the weekend. Yeah, isn't that kind of comfortable? It's kind of like <sighs> scratching your itch. It just aggravates it. It feels good maybe, but it just. <sighs> I don't know what it is, but I rarely ever use bug spray. And I also rarely ever get any kind of bug bites or bugs bothering me in general. I'm convinced that it's a blood type that they're. It's something to. because m- my wife is exact opposite. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a statement. And there's probably there's gonna there's definitely gonna be some people that disagree with me on this. Mm. But bug spray that does not have DEET in it barely. Barely works. Yeah. Well, what is DEET? <clears throat> I don't know, but I love it. It, ki- <laughs> it kills bugs. All I know is it keeps bugs away, and it actually works. It makes you smell terrible. But, Jeff, it don't you use awful. these sprays, and you still get bitten? Uh, no, actually, I don't get bitten after I use the sprays. Okay. So I will say there is one type of spray that is on the level with DEET, and I actually like it better. It has uh, it's gotta be, cayenne pepper. It's picaridin. It's got to be like probably triple the cost. No, it's actually it's actually becoming more and more popular. It used to not even be a thing, and just recently, it's more of a thing. But it's is it homemade? Uh, no. Okay, good. You can buy it off off brand. Picar is called picaridin. Is with that the picaridin. chemical inside or the it's name the picaridin? Of it's the chemical instead of DEET. Okay. And the thing I hate about DEET, DEET works very well and it's very effective, but if you spray it on a shirt. That has lettering, it will melt the lettering. You'll like eat it up. What kind of weird shirt? No, DEET will do that. What? A t shirt with right, lettering wait, on take it. Take this home and test will it. Get out. Eaten I, up. I doubt. Because if it does that, I don't think I want it on my skin. But this Picard and stuff, it um it actually lasts a little bit longer than DEET. It is not quite as strong as DEET, but it lasts a little bit longer and it doesn't do that to your clothes. And it and it doesn't smell awful. But it is less popular. 
but I, I like it better. Do you guys think that the uh, smoking anti-mosquito things, I forget what they're even the called. The fog machine? Well, not even the fog machine, but you can get those... The sticks? The, the yeah, coils? a stick or a coil that, that gives off smoke and it's supposed to keep mosquitoes away. Do you think that stuff works? Yes. Okay. I think it works if you have enough of them. Yeah. And it's in an area where, like, there's not... It's very contained, like by a mm. high fence, that so that the smoke ruminates around in the so area. So it can't blow away. Right. We used them on our honeymoon <clears throat> in the most mosquito-infested land that I've ever seen in my life <laughs> and ever hoped to see in all my days. <clears throat> but it was literally so bad with mosquitoes that even if you had spray on, you would stand still and they would swarm around you so thick that you felt claustrophobic. It was bad. Like, at any given point in time, unless you were moving, there were 200 mosquitoes around you, like, waiting to find the tiniest crack in the deet chink of your arm. <laughs> the, the chink of deet in your armor in which they could drill their nostril. And they do. They bite on the tips of your toes if you don't have them sprayed. Like, if you don't intentionally they spray into the, arches the tip of your foot. toe... How many mosquito bites did you have in your arches after your honeymoon? Uh, too many to count. Hey, well, but anyways, <laughs> we got those mis- we got those sticks and they work. We put up two at our campsite, um, relatively close to us, but they were about ten feet apart, and there were no mosquitoes. Wow, it was that's... very good. But they have to be the big fat kind, the big, big fat, the big fat mosquito sticks, not the skinny little pieces of junk that what we about had the, the other coils? weekend. Are those in between? The coils work pretty good. Okay. Huh. Um, your your comment about your honeymoon in Michigan reminded me that we actually have a, some feedback oh boy. from someone that lives in Michigan. Oh, boy. Devon Chop, he said, <clears throat> Michigander lives matter. <laughs> Guys, so I don't... So I just got done listening to this week's FPP. I'm a downer from the feet part of Michigan. I have to say, while listening to your podcast, I was on a roller coaster of emotions. When Ruben first started sharing about his experience in Michigan, I thought I was going to have to call for a defunding of the FPP. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) However, being the faithful listener that I am, I kept listening to the rest of the episode. I was pleasantly surprised when Ruben said that he feels like he needs to go back and that it was really nice. I'm a born and raised Hoosier who moved to Michigan recently. I'm defending the bottom side of Michigan. I will say, in driving around all day on the roads, I still, I still see pure Michigan. However, when driving around the countryside in northern Indiana, I just see pure horse poop. <laughs> uh, and he said, P.S., we are Michiganders. That's what, what they call themselves. Uh, I'm definitely a fan of the podcast, as long as you guys don't bash the feet of Michigan too much. I may even consider becoming a Patreon. Ooh. <gasps> Well, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you that. What was his name? Devon Chubb. Devon Chubb. I'll tell you this, Devon. Um, I like everything that you had to say, but I will say that calling it the bottom side of Michigan doesn't (laughs) help anything. (laughs) That is true. That's almost as offensive as the feet. I think it's worse. Uh, Anyways. The southern southern border. Once you get up into the northern part of Michigan, I agree. It's nice. I think the, the southern strip uh, five miles wide of michigan the southern strip is generally trashy and i don't know why but it just kind of is and 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 indiana kind of intermingles with that at the northern end of indiana but it's i have this thing that i whenever i drive through the southern part of michigan i try to find a house that doesn't have a pile of junk in the backyard and they don't exist it's well, no, they exist. It's just hard to find. They're very hard to find. Yes. Anyways, I, hey, well, if you're considering becoming a patron on Patreon of the French Press Podcast, now is a great time to do it because you'll be entered into a oh yeah a, that drawing a giveaway that giveaway. The best time to sign up is right now. Mm-hmm. Download the Patreon app, Patreon app, and look for French Press Podcast. Yeah, and if you get the app, you can see our you can see our feed of I cannot. I have no way of telling in this app until I figure it out, which I haven't figured it out yet, and I've tried very hard, what I have already posted onto my lens page. So hmm. I have no idea what you guys can see and what you guys can't, but it's for Maybe you. Maybe the only way for us to see it is if one of us becomes a patron. Oh, 
recirculate that money. Somewhere your money would go down to the tubes. With well, that. yeah, well, they yeah, take yeah a patron fee. is Patreon is taking its cut. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. All right, Jeff, were you uh, were you finished with your talk of yeah vacation weekends and camping? Yeah. Layton, do we? I don't know if we have time for your story, which was also about camping. We might need to save it. I think we need to save it for next week. That's fine. Uh, we got an edible. That's. I think we need to, yeah, actually to never rate going to spoil. our coffee first, <laughs> and then the edible because because this edible is spicy, and hot coffee after spicy things is not good. Very true. <clears throat> the coffee is really good. I, um, I, I I like it. I, I really like it. I I actually don't. It doesn't stick out to me. This I'm is. A, I'm gonna rate it a three. It's really? a very. I'm, I'm gonna give it a four. I'm giving it a five. Oh wow! It Jeff. is a very smooth, solid coffee. It doesn't have a, an exceptionally uh, interesting flavor. Yeah. But it has a very good coffee flavor. It's not acidic. Not acidic no, it's at not all. Acidic. Which I really like. Where did you did you add this right to our air table? So I just it's called unnamed record. It's at the top. That's such a strange name for a coffee. Yeah. Unnamed record. But it is kind of creative. It actually describes this. The flavor? The flavor pretty the flavor. well. Unnamed record. Well, do you know, did you look up what the flavor is? I didn't. Okay. Well, here, you can just read it. Okay. <clears throat> um, okay, so the donator of this coffee is... Larry Newcomer, who is an avid French press solicitor. Is he a patron? Um, he is not a patron yet. Uh, I bet boy. his brother's thinking about it. <laughs> um, so they have a really neat packaging. Um, it's like a jar. They give you a jar and then... Like, oh, it's a, got a, oh, like a jam, like a quart jar or something? It's from Rabbit, Ro- Rabbit Coffee Roasting Company is what, is what the place is. And it's this little tin and it has a rabbit in the lid. And then you take the jar back and you get coffee for cheaper oh. the next time. That's cool. So it's like getting your uh, uh, your soda can refilled, like your yeah. in the olden days when they had glass jar or bottles. Yeah. She says uh, this was given from Larry Newcomer via Twyla Newcomer, um, who works at the coffee shop, and she says it is a medium roast and it's either Guatemalan or Costa Rican, so. Medium roast, um, single origin, and then I'm going to see if I can look on their website to to eliminate one of those two options. But I like it. It's good coffee, in my opinion. I think so, too. I think it's, yeah. Well, it averaged out a four. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, last of all, we have this edible, which is from Twyla Newcomer. And this is from our favorite store. What's our favorite store? The dented can? No. Oh. Well, you, you the one that we always me. talk about. You already told me, so I, 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 I know Second what Second hand? No. This, it's the the, the, everybody shops here. All three of us shop at this place regularly. Aldi. Aldi. Uh, it's Aldi, honey. It's Hot Chili Honey. Berry Hill brand Hot Chili Honey. And she said she got this to try it, and then she does not like it, and so she decided to give it to us to try so, are you? Do you guys enjoy um, what you would typically think of as conflicting tastes, like sweet mm. and spicy together? Sweet and spicy are not conflicting. I'll put no. Uh, sweet and salty aren't either. Well, then what is conflicting? Wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm just saying. Sweet and I'm just saying savory. flavors. Flavors that are, are different, like like sweet or spicy. It's typically like, well, you want something hot and spicy. These are they're not conflicting in a bad way. They're just different. I, yeah, well, I like spicy sweetness. The one thing I don't like, I don't like the jelly sweet, beans were pretty good. I don't like sweet things that are meant to be salty. Like, I don't like sweet salad dressing in what is traditionally mm. a salty uh, salad. Mm. Okay, that's kind of what I was getting at. I love sweet salad dressing, but I do I like do not like uh, the salty Mexican candy. I don't know what you're saying. I have had that. And I it's just nasty. But I do typically I do like sweet and spicy. It smells good. Mm. So it looks like they don't have Costa Rican on their um, on their website. So I'm going to assume 
that they just have the Guatemalan. So I'm, wow. that's what I'm going to call it. I think it's good. It's no. actually not as spicy as I was hoping. Can you, can you give me another cracker? Um, I just read something on this bottle, and it says not made for human consumption. I'm ki- I'm kidding. Oh. I'm kidding. But it <laughs> not does again. It does say something interesting. It gives a suggestion where to try this. What foods to try this on? Hmm. And I'll give you five guesses, and I bet you won't guess any of the three things that are on here. Corn. No. Uh, Pork. No. Seafood? No. Okay, wait. Bread. No. Bananas. Nope. Ice cream. No. No, wait. Cake. No. Is it some kind of like Mexican like flan? No. Tea. No. Mm. Wait. We've got to get at least one. I'm telling you, I was shocked when I read this. Beef. No. Steak. No. Hold on. Tacos. No. Uh, wait. You guys are dan- like it's these food types that you're talking about. It is these these Chicken. things. Chicken is one. Ooh. Okay. Uh. Chicken is one. There's two other ones that. Is it like some kind of vegetable, like potatoes? No. Fish. No. Okay, you I'll, 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 I'll tell you now. Pizza. Ooh. Oh my. Isn't that weird? Uh, it's kind of weird. And then chicken, and then. The th- the last one was cheese. Cheese. Yeah, isn't that weird? That is very weird. I don't like the flavor of it. I I do for this on a cracker. I think it's tasty. And now that I think about it, I think it would be good with cheese, Swiss cheese on a cracker with this honey. Uh, There's an extra element that's like not honey like. There's an extra flavor in there. I agree. There's something more that's added. If it was just spicy honey, kind of like. The uh, jelly beans. Mm-hmm. The jelly beans tasted like jelly beans, but suddenly there was just spice with it. If it was like that, I think I'd enjoy it more. But there's this this overtone, hmm. yeah, in the honey. That's like uh, that's there's more than just honey in here. I think that it would be good on chicken. I'm not sure about pizza. <clears throat> not sold on cheese, although I would definitely try it because it sounds like it could be good. Um, I'll take one more, but yeah. I need another cracker too. Huh? Yeah, the pizza is the one that just—I just—I I just can't imagine it. It's too anti-Amish. Like we're too Amish for that. I'm gonna try a little more honey on it this time to see if I can get that—that that undertow your uh, tone you're talking about. It's not—it's not as spicy as I had anticipated it being. I mean, there is some kick to it, and if you'd eat a lot of it, you would get it. But it's not quite as much as I thought. Hmm. I think it's quite pleasant. It's the chili flavor. Yeah. All right. I mean, I would give that like five the, stars. The flavor of an actual of the actual chili for pepper. for hot for spicy honey. I can't imagine something being much a much better version of spicy honey. I just don't like the extra flavoring. If it was just spicy, I would enjoy it. I almost don't taste something else besides the sweetness. I, I do. I do. There's an overtone. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish that they would just take straight up, like, habanero extract and then just yeah. inject it in there. Layton. They used some kind of you, powder. You have to recreate this with your habanero extract plans. You have a habanero plant? Uh, yes. Hmm. We've got... No, wait. No. It's a jalapeno plant. Hmm. We don't have habanero. We have jalapeno. Jalapeno Jalapeno has... or The jalapenos I've had have a very strong flavor to go along with the spice. And see, that's what I think is with this. Okay. It's not as strong as maybe jalapeno would be, but it does have a flavor. All right. Well, it's time to wrap this At at some point, we do need to... Have an episode where we judge crackers. That is a good idea. Yeah, y- y- one cracker that I just can't believe exists is is the uh, salting crackers. I-, I just don't get it. I-, I don't know why those exist. They're so good in soup. The soup, yeah, like 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 Club like crackers. 
They, they trumped that that that, that no. cracker ten times. Saltines are made for no. two purposes. Hold on, we need to save this for a different episode, you guys. I, I, I want to say this so bad because I'll forget it. <laughs> All right, fine. Saltines are made for two things. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, watery brothy soups. Number two, pregnant women. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure I just made a bunch of women. So what, are the, <laughs> what are the pregnant women do with it? Because they're definitely not eating it. No, they're eating them. <laughs> no, the thing is, the, the women that are most angry about what you just said are probably the ones who actually are like, I really need a saltine cracker right now. It has something to do with settling your stomach, I think. They're, yeah. I'll save my There's comments. for one tease. There's actually one food <clears throat> that would not be complete without saltine, and it's hot chocolate. And I'll leave it at that. Let's go. Let, let, we need to move on. We <laughs> never reviewed hot chocolate this past winter. I know. Guess what's coming up this some, this Fall. winter? Oh, winter. Fall, yeah. winter. Uh, judging maybe, crackers. <laughs> maybe a hot chocolate review. Oh. With crackers. <laughs> oh All right, Layton, what's the point? The point is, Ruben, you are disrespectful to golf. Point number two, it's easy to come home from a vacation more tired than normal. Point number three, uh, Deets, Deet eats letters. Uh, point number four, mosquitoes are looking for a chink in the armor of your Deet. A chink in the, a chink in your Deet armor. There you go. And the last one actually isn't a point, but it's more of a question. Uh, we could put it on our poll question, uh, can we? Are we still doing poll questions on Facebook? We can, yeah. If, if someone can we it. actually? I thought we didn't. Oh wait, I, I think we can do yes or no, <clears throat> but we can't do more than oh. multiple. Oh, choice. we did. Um, we did survey we did monkey. monkey survey monkey polls. That's right. Oh, survey monkey. <sighs> what what is the question? The question is: Is camping for socializing or for resting? Yeah, that'll that'll be on our uh, Facebook feed. And should we leave it at camping or vacation? Maybe we should do vacation. Is vacationing? Uh, No, camping. (laughs) Camping is such it's a specific subset of vacationing. Do you agree there that camping falls underneath vacationing? Yes, but you think that vacationing like there's too many purposes. Like he could be exploring Ireland. And that's yeah. more about exploring than it is about yeah. uh, resting. Okay. So, okay, so camping. New survey. And definitely don't give both as an option because that's what everyone will choose. But if, if you had to choose one, which way do you lean? Assuming that there's room for a little bit of both, which way do you lean? So, so how do we title this? Is, va- is camping... Primarily, what is camping primarily about? Mm, Socializing or resting? All right, Layton, what is our word of the week? Mm. Word of the week is... Deet. Deet.